Hey guys, welcome in. Be yellow here. Hopefully you are doing well. This is Robbie, your residing Leo. What's up? It's the friendly black Hadiaki. And then we have Zai over here. And we are Spitfire. Spitfire. So today is our second. Sorry, I lied. Today third. is our third episode. Mm -hmm. And we are excited. Um, we are doing two back to back. Um, today is actually Valentine's Day, hence the bear. But um, we're not talking about Valentine's Day things, actually. What are we talking about? Today we're talking about the hellscape that is the employment crisis in America. <laughs> and just in general, like everything from jobs to really capitalism and just kind of trying to survive in this current ec socioeconomic climate. Yes. yes. Keyword try. Try. Big on try. Because I'm failing. Badly. So yeah, in that scan of that, let's like, you know, let's check in a little bit. Um, kind of hit twofold. How has everyone's day life been slash how is work going for everybody? Oh, wow. Um, you know, life be life in. Um, I would say it's been on an up and up, luckily. Uh, work, however, is working two jobs is not for the week. Mm. And every now and again, I think about working the third. I literally was on Indeed the other night looking at third shift, and I, like, snapped out of it fairly quickly. <laughs> mm, I've been tired. Um, and work. <laughs> I'm clocking in. I'm clocking out. Got the check. And what more can they ask out of you? Nothing. Yeah. That part. Real. What about you, B? Uh, for me, I'm I'm coasting right now. I'm living. I'm living the dream, honestly. I'm doing what I want to do. Um... I'm happy. I'm good right now. We love to hear that. I'm good. Yeah. I'm better than I was, what, two weeks ago. So I'm you good. Are. And we really love that. You have been looking at having a bit more of a sunnier disposition. Yeah. I've been bleaching my skin a little bit. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know Sammy Sosa. Oh, my God. Not Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> Little Kim. So in that Not same here. vein where I know a key kind of touched on it as far as like looking at jobs, <laughs> do we feel like, I don't know about y'all, I haven't, I would was with the company for about three years. And then I just recently kind of transitioned to, for my main role kind of seamlessly. So I didn't spend a lot of time out there. Um, but when I try to get my second job bartending, I've never struggled like this in my life. Like, I mean, application after application, after application, after application, after application, after another club, another club, like Bar. <laughs> tour bus. <laughs> I, I mean, and then, the hoops they want you to jump through, and I'm sorry, I'm one of the people that as soon as you say, hey, we need a cover letter, y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it. No, truly. Um, I think my biggest issue with jobs is, like, lately, like, they require so much when you're applying. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think nobody had, well, I'm not going to say no one has it worse, but one of the worst um, industries to be in when you're applying for a job is, like, I would say, like, journalism, like, or, like, something along the line of like communications or digital work, things like that. Because like when I, I remember applying for jobs, trying to get that, use my journalism degree, which I don't use. Um, oftentimes they'd be like, okay, well, they, I would do one interview. Mm -hmm. And then after the interview, I would do another one. And then they'd be like, okay, we're going to give you an assignment. And they would make me like write something up or they want mm -hmm. me to edit something. And then it was like, I was doing labor for free. And I was like, and that's commonplace now. I've heard yeah. a lot of people, even in the tech room, they'll have you like do programming yeah. or something first and then be like, all right, thanks. And then I don't get the job. So I'm like, am mm -hmm. I going to get paid for that time I spent? No? All right. <laughs> I have never had such an issue getting a job. I used to, if I didn't like a job, I'm quitting next week. I'll get another job. 
I've never been to a job where I've had an interview and they haven't hired me. Did, last year, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> gagged you a bit. I ga- gagged me bad. I said, you didn't hire me. <laughs> After my interview, you didn't hire me? Oh. What happened? Okay. So then I kept doing it. And I said, yeah. Um. What? But it is also... Have me reviewing my resume. I'm like reviewing it, having other people review it, then critiquing it, not mm-hmm. critiquing it, but like tweaking it to like this word has to match this word, this word, this mm-hmm. word, still nothing. Then it would be like, oh, you had great interview skills. Oh, duh, 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 duh. but you know, we just went with somebody internal, or oh, your salary request was too too high for us. And it's like, did you know that before you interviewed me? Because <laughs> I told you for the I, jump. You knew what my um expectation was, and you still yeah, okay. And then I feel like, what did I hear recently in a study where they said that 70 to 80% of applications never even meet the eyes of actual human, like the automatic like generator, if the words don't match up in your resume perfectly, mm-hmm. or if they're not aligning to the mm-hmm. the uh, job assignment, they're just like, boop, boop, mm-hmm. out. Even if technically, like you said, like you have the skill set, but it's not looking that far because it's not worded appropriately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I say you're supposed to apply, what, is it Sunday or something from where the HR people will come in and they like review the first 15, 20 if they want to. Mm. And then the other 80. Just go through the system. Yeah. That's bananas. I never knew that. Chippy told me. So I was like, oh. Insane. Shout out to Chippy. Hey. So in that same vein, what besides just the fact that it's, it seems like they're just not biting, um, do you have any other like major gripes with like the job hunting, job securing process? Um, yes, I do. Um, I think one of my biggest issues with it, and I, y'all said it before, was like the whole cover letter thing. Like, there was a job asking me to do a cover letter, and I was going to be flipping burgers. I said, "You are insane!" Or they asked me for my transcripts, and I'm like, "I can show you my degree." Like, I don't feel like going through that entire process. Like, y'all are asking for way too much and not giving enough. Not nearly mm-hmm. enough, truly. For entry level. And it feels too close to begging. Like, yeah. I do a good job, boss. I show works hard. <laughs> like, <sighs> who am I? Like, look at my resume. Check the credentials. Boom. There's not a lot switching. there, but hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my favorite thing to do. I'm not even going to hold you. You what? like code switching? Sometimes it's fun. It is. It's oh, like it, playing it, character. It is. Like, I'm like, hold on, let me get into corporate hockey real quick. <laughs> I have a hard time with that. A very hard time. Really? I, I don't. Very it's hard. hard. If anything, I fall into my corporate more than my regular. Sometimes it's hard. Like, what did y'all say yesterday? I was like, take it to task. Or... Yeah. <laughs> take it to task. Corporate Erin. <laughs> I love her. Um. Wow. Yeah. So we're actually going to need you to do all that work for free. We're not doing overtime. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think of it as a commitment to the company, to your family. Yes. This yeah. is a family. They love that. Hate it. <laughs> I just know for myself, like in the job searching process, it got to the point where I almost was like, F it. I'm going to just like go into business for myself. I don't know what niche. I don't know what like I'm necessarily good at. Um, but even that is kind of daunting. I mean, mm-hmm. I think B can speak to firsthand experience that it's not not as simple as just like having a product, selling it and, you know, suddenly you're a millionaire. Uh, I think it definitely varies per person, per business, per everything. Um, There's so many different types of jobs as there are businesses out there. So I feel like when it comes to a lot of people who get jobs and work, just do it for the money. For me, it's never been that. So I can't really relate to 
getting a business to become a millionaire per se. Um, but I feel like honestly, starting a business, opening up a business is actually pretty easy. It's just putting in the work and investing your energy, time, labor. Um, the money investment part is easy. It's just doing everything else. You have to do it all. So when I hear people talk about applying for jobs and stuff, obviously I can't relate to that. But I know in terms of um, looking of for soft flex, looking you know? no, no, not at all. I'm just saying like I just I literally you guys already know I can't relate though. So, um, but yeah, I just feel like when it comes to people trying to get jobs or apply for jobs, why it is so hard now is because obviously the economy is messed up. Mm-hmm. Obviously we went through a whole pandemic. Um, I feel like a lot of people who would normally go back to school for furthering their education are now taking those lower jobs. So they're taking those jobs away from other people. And then now everybody is trying to get the same job and everyone's just hiring anyone at this point. Honestly, people don't care about degrees anymore. Some people do care about degrees like McDonald's and Wendy's and places like that. I feel like it's just kind of everything just flipped. So I just feel like the job market is hard. Even for me, when I'm when I was looking for employees, um, I feel like it was very difficult. I was having people apply to work for me with all types of degrees and things. I'm like, you're way overqualified to work here or I'd have people who maybe worked at McDonald's for two months and they're wanting like 30 bucks an hour or nothing else. And I'm just like, me. I know that's right. I, that's <laughs> no, not, that's worse. wrong. That's why they're not obviously getting hired. But at the same time, I also feel like a lot of people are applying for the same jobs. Cause nowadays it's so easy to apply with indeed or monster or whatever else is out mm-hmm. there. So you got to think of these employers receiving not hundreds anymore, thousands of applications Every day, because it just takes one click. You can even automate that stuff now. Mm-hmm. So like you said, they're not yeah. seeing all the applications because it's honestly overwhelming. And, and they honestly don't even want to hire the HR professionals to sort through that many. So that's why they are outsourcing it to the yeah. automated portion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even again on the entrepreneurial side, it's a trickle down effect because ultimately I know myself, times get tough. The first thing I'm doing is I'm cutting out the extra stuff, mm-hmm. like my extra expenditures. What do they say? Like haircuts and beauty treatments, X, Y, and Z, little small luxuries. Um, hmm. It's a blend because sometimes I do be needing a little something because I'd be sad. But um, in the same vein, I usually try to like rein it in. And that means that ultimately like small businesses, I'm not able to support as much um, simply because like the resources aren't there the same way that they, they were. Um, I feel like a lot of like people say that type of stuff. And I'm like, a lot of the people who support small businesses aren't the people who were cutting back. I want to make that clear. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, all these people who were like the whole black movement and like the whole COVID, the stimulus check. Oh, you guys probably aren't doing well anymore because there's no more stimulus check. Small business has been here before stimulus check, before the black movement and before people lost their jobs. Black Lives Matter. Of course, always. I feel like the whole (laughs) thing about small business is people are going to support small business who want to support small business. Mm -hmm. A lot of people give themselves too much weight in terms of keeping a small business alive. And that's been a pet peeve of mine, but I'm also very like gung-ho, like I don't need you type vibe. But I feel like a lot of people, like it kind of always comes down to that. Like, well, if I can't support this and I can't support small business and I hear you, but at that same token, you're not supporting small, but you're still going to Target. You're still going to Walmart. You're still paying Netflix. You're still paying. No, but that's what I mean. Like when you have less income, those things get cut in general. Like not that they're just not choosing to do Mm -hmm. small but they might even be cutting Netflix and Hulu or shared accounts or. Yeah. There we go. Give me the password. (laughs) I would say like, you got HBO. I'll take Prime. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, a family. Boom, boom, boom. Um, And in that same 
I guess kind of with the thing, with the way it looks now, and I can only speak to myself. Do you guys still believe the American dream and its traditional simp is still when, forever? When really, was it? No. When was the dream for me? For people in the fifties and sixties, and we not was, for me. Oh, not for I. No, not, honestly, I feel like I, not for us. I feel like the American dream is different for everybody, though. No, no, the American dream is a scam. I don't think that's set up by Todd. It is a scam. I don't think that's appropriate to say. The reason why I say the American dream is a scam because I feel as though they started corporations, like the people who founded these corporations, mm-hmm. the millionaires, the billionaires oftentimes try to sell the American dream to immigrants, migrants, all those people. If you right? work hard enough, you if too. If you work hard enough. So like, wow, these folks are out here working in these factories 60, 80 hours a week, you know, because labor laws were not as tough as they should have been back then. They out there fighting. They're like, oh, I have to work, I have to work. And then their bosses are telling them like, well, if you work harder, you can move up and you can move up. I feel as though it's so them they show them a lie. I do believe that at one point the American dream at one point did become attainable. And I think the reason why it became attainable again, I think it's due to labor unions because labor unions are like, look, if you want our labor, you're going to have to meet our demands. You have to meet us in the middle. And I think thanks to labor unions, we were able to get like better paying jobs. We were able to get like the American dream sort of became in reach because a yeah. lot of people were able to reach that middle class status and then some people were able to go out on their own and actually start their business but I do think that like even like with that I think the overall infrastructure of the societal level is also we had more safety nets like yeah. you guys already heard that like we're paying into social security that we'll never be able to have access Not to using. pensions aren't a part of standard packages with employment nope. anymore um, you a lot of companies are you're doing good if you're getting a 401k match mm-hmm. or the PTO time to take off, or even if you do have the time to take off, are your benefits even worth a damn to where, you know, you're not having an exuberant copay or deductible to where it makes sense to do these things. Yeah. And when you think about pensions, cause like one of the things that I don't think a lot of people know, like they're, I don't want to get political on y'all, but there are lawmakers in our state house who are constantly trying to create bills and legislature that cuts pensions for like, not just like teachers and public service workers, but like they are trying their damnedest to make sure that we don't, that's not a thing. Com- like, yeah, that we don't get anything that these companies can cut their, um, what's it called? Their expenses as much as possible. So they can have as much of a, uh, corporate, what is it like gain or whatever. Mm-hmm losing track of the word but i know like it's like when they like profits profits because like it's like they'll be like record-breaking profits like we see all the time record-breaking profits Mm. and then they laid off 1200 workers and i'm like "Mm." but the profit like you you gonna come like i think disney has recently done it um Mm. i know more recently paramount just did it actually amazon Amazon, and paramount was just boasting about the ratings that the super bowl had and Mm. then laid off 800 workers and i'm like so but yeah, it's just it's a mess. And I'm glad that I think the American society as a whole, uh, not everybody. There's I still I feel like, and that was another thing that I wanted to touch on earlier. Do you feel that the older generations, because at least in my experience, I feel like, like a key said, at one point when the American dream was a lot more attainable, folk that were able to get it were able to speak to be like, yeah, see, I did X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, and I got here. So they told their children that, and their children told them that they said, get a degree, work hard, you'll be able to pay back the degree within you know the six months. That they start asking for a payment and things like that. But then the the rug was being steadily pulled from underneath us at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then you have people where it's like, okay, you told me to get this degree. And you told all of us to get a bachelor's. Now that's as common as a high school diploma. 
Now folks are having to get masters, going into further debt, going into potentially doctorates, or having to diversify their mm-hmm. degree to even qualify for certain roles, which kind of keeps you like, I don't know, I think that's one of the reasons why I took some time off before I went back to school when I initially went back at 18, simply because it, it like didn't make sense to me from the jump of like, hmm, I'm going to go in debt with this degree. I maybe will be able to pay it off with this degree. That doesn't sound like a, a even exchange. You know, like I, especially when like I would see my mom and degreed down multiple bachelors. I think double masters. Um, at one point considered going for a PhD, and at one point between my main gig and when I was working at like a kind of high flute and bartending spot, we were making neck and neck and income. Like, that math ain't mathing. It's not. Um, I yeah no. I think it's definitely a mess. Um, I think it also like because I. Sometimes I want to be like to like the older generation who are still in certain positions. I'm like, get out so we can move in. But I'm like, y'all literally can't get out of these positions because the economy is so trash that you, I, you have they? to go to work. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, fault, you, so they should suffer. Yeah. Now, honestly, I will also say some of them actually can, but they refuse. And it's like, please get out the way. So because then you got Gen Z looking at like you got Gen Z looking at. Well, I guess sometimes I'm Poor considered girl. Gen Z. Sometimes I don't know. People at my job consider me Gen Z, and I'm like, baby, I'm a millennial, and they're like, you're Gen Z, but your millennial mindset, you. but yeah. Gen Z year, but like we're all some, like yeah, and I think like some of the people who are coming up now, like those who are like 20, 19, like they are looking to like, okay, what I got to do to get these positions, and they like, y'all won't move out the way, and it's like, yo, we not even in the positions yet. Mm-hmm. Like you have to knock out, <laughs> yeah. you have to knock out. What is it? You're going to knock out millennials. You're going to knock out Gen X. And then boomers. Yeah, some the boomers, boomers, the boomers the are boomers. still there. The boomers are still there. <laughs> so. Biden is, what, 84 years old? That man was born three years before the Second World War ended. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that man is old. Old. It's like old. old. Yeah. And I mean, I'm to a certain degree, I'll be honest, I'm a smidge ageist. I think certain things <laughs> on, Renee you need. <laughs> I think you need to check like old folk on the roads. I'm sorry, after 60, every five years, you need to get back in that line, and I want you to do the vision test. I want you to do the obstacle course. Don't I make want... me do the vision test. I'm not going to pass it. <laughs> I think that that's those are things, because ultimately, I feel like there are just certain things that as we age, we have to recognize the cognitive decline that is just a natural part of aging. I'm like, yes, it, there, someone's Nana that's 101 from the Deep South still was able to remember every recipe she made when she was 20. Yes, that happens. Statistically, the what is the U.S. life expectancy? I think mm-hmm. just got went back down. It was seventy nine. Went down to seventy six point eight three. Oh, shout out to my grandmother, my grandmother. She was one hundred and eleven when she passed. And they also trying to raise the retirement age from sixty five to seventy. So oh, you're yeah. trying to give people seven years of peace. You're not giving me seven years of peace. I'm. I, I'm, I'm gonna, taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another. Truly. Abysmal. It's a little sad. I, I have to grin. Mm, I have a few thoughts. I just said low people are blind. So my first one is: So are you saying that the American dream is for immigrants only? I don't think it's no, for anybody. I don't. I just, no, I'm asking Ike. No, I don't think the American dream is for immigrants. I think, I think the American dream is something that corporate billionaires told many mi- immigrants and folks who were lower class that they had worked for them. I think that's what they told them. And then so. From what you heard or read, what is the American dream? What was it supposed to be? The American dream is I should be able to work a job that pays me enough to feed me, 
my family. I should be able to get a house, maybe a dog. Um, and the white picket fence. That's what I thought the American dream was. I didn't think the American dream was for me to be rich and loaded, but I thought it was like I should be able to be comfortable and I should not have to worry comfortable enough to where I do have that rainy day savings where I have like six months to get a new job if I quit or something like that exactly. and pay all my bills. And I just don't think that is a thing. It hasn't been since like, I wouldn't say like the nineties to be honest. And that was pushing it too. Like. Low key. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It sucks. And dude, I feel like at this point, like it's unfortunate that like almost all of us are having to work multiple incomes. If we do want to even have a resemblance of comfortability, like, me personally, like, could I survive on one income? income? Yes, but it's just that, survival. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, like, extra little things I want to do or, like, unplanned trips. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not – I really don't like to budget too much. Like, if I can pay my bills – I like to go shopping and not immediately check my bank account afterwards. Like, okay, where are we at? Where are we at? Like, Yes, there's money management, and I guess that's why you just get an accountant because I'll, I'll let somebody else handle that. Like, tell me how much I can – do without screwing myself over but i really just don't like to constantly feel like i'm looking over my shoulder for the next auto debit yeah i would say i got if i can be a little candid i got my part-time check because i have a part-time job and it was a pretty fat check um i got that part-time check i want when was it like last thursday baby i got like about a hundred dollars left and that's all went to bills like it mo like 90 percent of it went to bills and then i went grocery shopping and i'm like and i mind you i still have more bills to pay when i get this check it's my like my so would you call that living beyond your means then no because i mean it's water bill it's the electric bill i also had to pay my internet i also had to pay rent i had to pay my car insurance i had to pay my car i had to pay my cell phone like these bills are high and, and it's like, bills. and it's the, it's just like the necessities, and then you have your extras and stuff. But like the bills that I have, that it's not even just like um, utilities and stuff like that. But you also have to think. I went to school, so I know I have some loans. I got to pay everything. Like it's always something, and I'm just like, I, I don't have it to give. Like stop taking it now. Next check, luckily, it's my free check for the most part. I have to pay two bills, and then it's mostly free. But it's still like, that's not fair. Yeah, I hate that it almost it feels like it's a, ooh, Lord, I got me an extra few nickels this check. No, like, it literally. should be like a little, like, treat. And it's like, if I didn't have that part-time job, that next check that? would not be that free. <laughs> that next check, I probably would have probably 100, 200 to myself. Mm-hmm. And that's even before I would say, okay, let me put some of this in savings. Oh, mercy. It sucks. Getting um stressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are some of the ways you guys fill in the gaps when you, I mean, other than a part job, because I think like you guys have always either worked like one job or a singular income. Is there ways that you guys find to like fill in those gaps? Like, do you, are you more of a person that just like cuts back significantly? So you're like, like B said, staying beneath your means mm-hmm. or do you like, you know, I know a few folk in here have the OnlyFans going on. Like, I don't know if that's like something you use to like fill in the gaps. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't. I'm cheap already, so um, <laughs> I, I've I've always been not cheap. Fruit cheap, it's cheap. <laughs> I've been cheap all my life. Um, like I don't like, I really don't like name brand like luxury stuff. Um, it's cute to look at. Um, Fun to play with, not to eat. <laughs> but it's just like. Uh, 
my most expensive thing is food. I'm never going to cut back on that. Um, yeah, if I want to eat right. out every day, I'm going to eat out every day. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. I've always um, wanted to ask this question. You don't like it? Why don't you like it? I don't like what? Designer stuff. It's not that I don't. It's cute. But you say you don't like it. Like you don't like the you don't want to buy it. Is the I don't want to buy it. Is it the connection to it's like yeah it's pretty but like it's also nine hundred dollars. Yeah, that's good. Oh, okay, yeah, no, okay. absolutely not. Nine hundred dollars. Okay. That you know how much food that is. <laughs> you know how much good food that is. Good, good, good. You and can I don't go care out how they try to rationalize it either. Like mm -hmm. it's so rare. Like it's fourteen this, eighteen carat this. I'm like baby lobster. I, like, I done turned a look off of an Amazon necklace a few times. Amazon. Um. That's real. Like, you know. That's real. But it's cute, though. Like, I... I like what is my favorite one? Don't Dior. look at my back. Dior. <laughs> 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 I saw it. I can't even see that far. Um, <laughs> what's my favorite one? Dior. I like Dior. It's nice. Um, Chanel. Like, I like Prada. Prada's Chanel. Really nice. Yeah. Um, Balenciaga like Dior, before the whole thing. I, before the whole thing. Oh. But it's just, I, I don't... It's cute to look at. Mm -hmm. I just rather. I hear it's, you. It's basically where you want to spend your money. Mm -hmm. I want to spend it on food. Definitely. Also, don't go if you are trying to be cheap or trying to be frugal. Don't get food with I. Do not get food because he'll be like, I'll pick oh, the place. No. And like he's like, I, it's gonna be real cheap. Now wait a, a steakhouse oh. where the cheapest thing on the menu is like fifty dollars. What? Now wait a minute. Five minutes ago, we wasn't gonna skim back on food. Now, 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 now we're drawing the line. So you know. But it's not true. The, but at the same vein, the reason why me. I'm able to do that and be like, hey, you know, let's spend $150 on a dinner is my ass is at Aldi's any other time. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm not. See, you same. know, I don't cook. <laughs> I, be I cook a lot at home. <laughs> I cook a lot at home. Like, I can probably count on my, my hand the number of times I've eaten out as far as like DoorDash or Uber Eats. Like, that shit, that stuff is crazy to me. In set, you're paying fifteen twenty dollars for delivery because you want it quick. My sister actually got the, the house. Um, It'll got be the dash by the time pass. I get there. Yeah, my sister actually got the dash pass, so I don't pay delivery fees and I get a discount. I get like they take all the extra fees off and like the tax that'd be like four dollars. It'd be like fifteen cent. If it's two dollars more than what it would be if I stepped in the store, I will rationalize <laughs> that it's worth the gas. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I tell myself that all the I'm time. I'm so lucky I live by all them food places. Loki saying y'all both have a good spot, but I'm tired mm -hmm. of them. I'm tired of them. I can't do no Why? There's too many around me that like that like I have well I I have not been eating McDonald's, but you have Chipotle, I have Taco Bell, I have there's a Burger King which I don't get often. Then you have up the street is like Chick-fil-A, um oh, Penn Station. Same. It it, it hits. Some who? Some bigot, bigot chicken. chicken. <laughs> What's that? They, you know chicken? they don't like us. They don't like oh. us. Yeah. I mean I said, you know, Choose your battles. <laughs> you gotta choose your battles. Y'all be hating on canes. Canes are disgusting nasty. and does not have any seasoning. And Chick fil A does? Yes. More than canes. Salt. It has salt on it. At least the bread stays on the chicken. My bread always stays on the chicken. <laughs> 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 I'll be good. I'll be smacking it. Salt. But that's just Fries me. be soggy. It's wet. Bread is only crispy for 30 seconds. Don't close the lid. And then, but, oh, the cane sauce is so amazing. I had that. I said, that ain't nothing never but ketchup. Y'all want the recipe? Ketchup, mayo, Worcestershire sauce, and a little bit of, like, garlic powder. Boom. That's all it actually is. It's really Boom. not that advanced. I also got beef because they didn't hire Haters. me. When I was trying to get hired there. Haters. Haters. Always and forever. So is there anything that you guys, you know, would adopt from other countries that, like, 
for me personally, I think prostitution. Well, Vegas has that. I do think sex workers do deserve a labor union and they deserve a labor rights. I, I would say that for sure. Yeah, I if I could start if I could start it, I would. I would do it for them. We are pro sex work. Yes, pro. love it for who it works for because it's gonna pay my bills one day. Because there's a few out. times I've almost gotten out there with y'all. Honestly, it was like you know, <laughs> let me make some shake real quick. <laughs> I just saw my AEP bill and I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well and they keep adding. I, I would do what is it? Who has a uh, universal? Um, a few places. Um, Sweden, I think, has it. Canada, to mm-hmm. a certain degree, universal health care. They have universal yeah. health care, but yeah. have y'all thought about a universal? In- would y'all be down for a universal like base income, even if it meant an increase in your taxes? Like if you knew at at the end of the day you was getting at least a band a month, flat, like on top of whatever income you also get, like oh, like if you lose a job or if you just are between jobs oh, for everybody, I would yeah, I would not mind yeah. that. Um, even with the tax increase, and the reason why I say I would not mind that is because our taxes are increasing anyway, and our wages are staying the same. And you know, you can think that I. That man, I'll never forget that man. He signed that bill. They passed that bill. And our taxes are increasing. Like, for like the next two or three years. Yeah, until like 2026, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And like the thing, the crazy thing about it is the people who could actually afford the taxes and what they make, they getting all the breaks. And it's coming back down on like the middle That's class and lower class. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. That's what goes back into the layoffs that you guys were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. They got all those stimulants for hiring people and bringing everybody on. And now they're not getting those cuts anymore so they gotta let everybody go that's between them and their accounting department that's terrible like they need to figure that out they sh- someone should have had i mean f- that's the government too though i mean yeah the government should probably have done some more checks on like hey before oh. they start sending out the money mm-hmm. but like also like they should have had the foresight to be like okay yeah right now we can hire we could hire a thousand more people but maybe let's only hire 250 that way when this money will end because they knew it was going to end we might be able to like not have to like inconvenience over a whole swath, a whole entire department. But then you also have to think about they hired the people, then they fired the people, but the execs, like the top execs, the CEOs, is getting, they getting like, kickbacks. Yeah. Like out of this world, like, I can't tell where I work. Get, they, but somebody where I work, bonuses, millions, mm-hmm. salary, billion, like, and I'm sitting here like, my favorite is. Um, when they fire people, like when it, they they do a bunch of layoff, and then the CEO gives themselves a like huge bonus check, mm-hmm. and I'm like, seven hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus check. What? How, what did you do? I'm not saying you didn't did do no work, do? but like, what did you do? And I think that's a common misconception with people that think that are like absorbently rich, is that we feel like they either work harder or mm-hmm. put in more. Ga- no, if anything, they work less. And well, I think I anybody that, that has slightly climbed up the corporate ladder knows this the higher you go up the ladder you may get paid more you have less to do less to the, do. the way they were in my ass at entry-level positions and now i'm doing good if i speak to somebody for two three four weeks they don't care when i come where i go like it's very relaxed i like it i, I know what you mean I, I get exactly what you mean <laughs> i know exactly and then i won't even just go in on corporate because i don't think audible should be on corporate it's also these nonprofits as well, because when I t- the nonprofit industrial complex is very much real. Um, it is basically just a cesspool of people who are like, 
I'm not saying all nonprofits are evil, but what I will say is if it's a huge nonprofit that is like known, national, all that, nine times out of 10, their like work culture and stuff is horrible. It's normally the small nonprofit, like the small nonprofits that like really don't be having the money and like that be, and they be working like crazy. Like I hate that for them because they're working like crazy and, but they're making sure like the community or whatever they're doing, it's actually happening. Right. Whereas the big ones for the most part, and I would say I know this from experience. They, for the most part, just come in, might write a cute little check or something just so they can slap their name on it and then also get all the credit for it. And I've seen that happen in person. And I was like, oh, this is insane. This is insane. Mm-hmm. I'll keep my thoughts to myself on the nonprofits. But, yes, I agree. Yeah, no, because, and I know. And I know to you about them funders, too. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, well, I'm not going to say I know to you, but when it comes to like even funding for like nonprofits and things like that, it's really about who, you know, it's really about who, you know, truthfully. And I think that's a big thing to where if I had known beforehand, I would have spent, I was such a loner at like working at jobs thinking like, okay, I'm coming here, get my check, go. I might've been a little bit more social because (laughs) the way that they will hire somebody internally in a heartbeat because they know Judy, Judy Sue and, I'm significantly more qualified than them, but it's just because that's their bestie or that's so-and-so's husband or wife or just we go golfing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So they, they're they the ones that actually are going to the after-work events and drinking with everybody. Yeah. I don't have that in me, by the way. Yeah. Or you got the ones where it's like, <laughs> and I always laugh because I think about it because this actually happened like in real time to me and I was low-key gag. Like they love to give you a new position They or give you a new title. Like we're going to make you, I was still like, we're going to make you the coordinator for this program. And it's going to come with all this work on top of the work you're already doing. But it does not come with extra income or anything like that. And you just be like, oh. For your experience. <laughs> they, they're like, you know, we do it because out of the love. Like, you, someone literally you told me. this on me, your resume. They literally told me, you know, like, when you do this work, do you, like, do you not get satisfaction? from it? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I feel good doing the work, but, like, you know what it would make feel really good is me paying my rent and also paying all my bills and not have to worry about which bill I'm going to skip on. That would feel amazing. So, yeah. True. Touche. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think overall, just what is going on in the world is, uh, what do you think probably it weighs heavier on? Because for me... Probably in recent years, I've realized it's not as much inflation, I think, or even to a certain degree, the recession. I think these companies are greeting and it's a lot of the price gouging as well. That's what it is for sure. For sure. Like things that what was the thing that I bought the other day that pissed me clean off because I had bought it in (laughs) years and I was like, ain't no way in hell. This is what it's like now. I got cereal. Cereal. Yeah. Bluffed rice dust covered in sugar. Why is it $5? Oh, yeah. What name brand is that? It, it was something simple, like, but it was one of the, it wasn't name brand. I normally do get generic. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I like me generic. I'm gonna do name brand. I'm not gonna oh, do Oh, I thought you were naming this. Technically, that's still inflation, though, because they're having to compete with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it's cyclic. So, like, one yeah. company will raise their stuff up, and the other company is just like, oh, well, they still getting bought, their stuff's getting mm-hmm. bought at $5. Mm-hmm. We probably can throw a few extra pennies on here. And it's then, like mm-hmm. gasoline. <clears throat> Yeah, because like I remember, like the bear at one point, the um, price for like a barrel of oil. The reason why it was so high because it was like it's in the triple digits right now, and when that when it gets back under that and gets to the double digit, it's gonna go down. 
name. It went under them double digits, and it took forever for it to go down. And when it finally went down, it only went down for about a month. And now it's back up. Listen, I drove home yesterday, and I saw a 339, and I mm-hmm. said, you were 319 this morning, and you were 294 last week. What happened? No, literally. There's a gas station here that I literally don't even tell anybody about because I don't <laughs> want them to stop the promotion. They do premium gas the same because my, my baby girl should take premium. They do premium gas the same price as their 87 regular on Tuesdays and Sundays. Not you gatekeeper. <laughs> I sure am. I sure am because I like to be able to just do, 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 do. It's a little word of mouth place. That's real. No, but yeah, I would say it's a mix of price gouging because I think the inflation that when we're talking about inflation now, this is literally just corporations just price gouging. Mm-hmm. This is them literally like they are raising their prices because they want to. You mentioned the cereal being $5. So... And I chips in chips because I was I every now and then I would get me like you know the family sized bag of hot Cheetos so I can you know <laughs> put on Grey's Anatomy or The Walking Dead or something and you know have something to snack on and I went and I was gonna go buy some recently and that bag said five dollars and I looked and I said this don't look like there's five dollars worth and I was like well I'll just get like the regular like you know dollar bag because you know the dollar bag I remember it went up to like one forty nine I was like okay and I looked. And that was two sixty nine, and it was small as hell. And I was like, "So I'm not gonna get any of you, and I'll just, I don't know what I'm gonna do." They and say I, milk, eggs, and little Debbie's will tell you where. Yeah, eggs almost almost had me ready to like storm the Capitol too. I was almost there with them on the sixth <laughs> because <laughs> I'm like a dozen eggs. I don't have a buy egg. Philadelphia cream cheese was four seventy nine <laughs> for a little for a little thing like this big, and I said four seventy nine. Because at that point, just spit on me. Because that's how disrespectful that <laughs> like, feels. I just want a couple bagels. That's that's all I want. Yeah. Just a couple bagels, and y'all. Like I always say, I don't think it's that controversial. The government hates us. They number do. one. Number two. There's a point in time where, you know, as we see in other societies that, you know, just. Let's take a book out the page out of the book of the French. Just flip the I table. Flip the, the table, time. you know, Mazel Tov's, you know, a little, little something. Even though Marie Antoinette ate when she said, let them eat cake. She kind of ate with that. I'm and, that's why they, and that's, why, <laughs> that's they, why they had to get her. They back. beat that lady blue. <laughs> <laughs> she said, let them eat cake. I'm going to just throw this in there. The government is a collection of people together. So I don't think everyone in the government is out to hurt people. Oh, yeah. 95%. No, I, w- I would say. I wouldn't even say 95%. I think. I'd say 100%. A lot of people. I wouldn't say that. I don't think everybody's out to get us. However, what I do think happens is there are a lot of people who go into politics, all that stuff. For money. Looking to make actual change. However, they realize, and this is why I didn't go into politics, because you have to compromise Ooh. so much that at one point. I almost name drops, because I was about to say that there was this very prominent politician that was like really big in the. Right during the Black Lives Matter movement, she AOC. That's what I was gonna say. Yes, I her. say it, and I don't care. Yeah, no. she had uh, she had that rag to riches story. I was really rooting for my little my queen from the Bronx. I was like, she's a bartender, like a uh, server or whatever, and she's really about to do some things. And then them the the whatever the ones where she was posted up against the fence <laughs> for the photo op, and I was like. <laughs> I'm like, are we in a simulation? Like, what's going on here? No, because she really was posing for the cameras at the. I was like, why are you crying? People, I think people get into like politics and things, different things. Like, hell, I was criminal criminology, 
And I was like, oh, I can be. Then I I did my internship at the police department. I said, oh, y'all going to fire me. <laughs> y'all going to fire me real quick because I'm not arresting homeless people. I'm not. <laughs> if I see you sleeping on a grave to get warm, do you need another cover? I got one in the back of the car. Like, that would never be me. You so I sleep said, in the back of my car for a while? You're, you're going to fire me. So that's why I let that one go. But you, there's only so much you can do in a system that, there are so many people working to make it work. And if the system works how it's been working, it doesn't work. And if it's making them mm. make money, that they have no incentive to change it. Like I, I the prison. Think, Why I think would you do that? I really do think it's a little unrealistic and maybe a little idealistic for people to think like, oh, everybody that goes into politics or everybody that's going there is doing it for the greater good of their common man. Absolutely. That not. is not the truth, guys. Absolutely I am not. so sorry they're not more noble than us. They don't have these upstanding morals and ethics that the rest of us don't have. It's a cash grab at the end of the day. Like a lot of them are in it for the overall recognition, the access mm-hmm. to wealth, they'll be able to bump shoulders with some very nepotism. high yuckety mucks. Create Ooh, re- nepotism is bad. The reason why our governor I love a good Nepo baby though. Like I shout out to Willow. I like a Nepo baby, like a celebrity Nepo baby, yes. But like a pow, like you actually have power, power. Like mm-hmm. I cannot like. We you shouldn't have, have had. You have the governor, and then his son is literally on the Supreme Court. See, Hello, yeah, no. what? Mm-mm. Like, how does that work? And that is why redistricting was such a mess. Yeah, mm. I know y'all. T, don't worry. Mm. Do, but do, that's do. why it's very important for everybody to go to their local council meetings. Um, I mm. feel like, you know, those people don't get into those positions. Well, yeah, yeah. Local politics. But at all levels, sad. at all levels. Like, don't only go for the elections. You need to be there every time they're coming around um, because ultimately it's the people at the bottom that make the decisions for the next level, next level, next level. Like, they don't just pop up there. Um, Great. Because I would say yeah. local politics is where – your local politics are going to affect you the most. So when your city are having those meetings about the city budget and different things like that and where they're going to go, what they're going to do with that money, it is a good idea to go to those meetings to advocate for where that money should go. Um, Because sometimes they will allow it, like allow people to come in for comment. I know even like with the state budget, I would say that's also very important because I know how much money is going to go into education, how much is going into healthcare, how much is going into this, how much is going into that. And if you are paying attention, you will realize that a lot of like education programs, education period, but a lot of like after school programs and stuff, they get less and less and less and less funding, which is why, you know, our students are reading on like a fourth grade level. Or can't read at all. And they're like, and they're about to graduate high school. When I saw, I know like, when I saw at back home, because I'm from Youngstown, and someone from um, one of the Youngstown City schools, the Valley Victorian, the GPA was a 3.5. My sister graduated as Valley Victorian from the, from the same school system, and her GPA at the time when she graduated, graduated was a 4.3. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's usually, a, usually you, above a 4. You're, you're above a 4. Mm-hmm. It was a 3.5. I was low-key salty because I was like, damn, if I had one there, <laughs> man, I would have been top of the class. Like, my GPA would have been so high. Hello. <laughs> but, like, Maybe? yeah, no, it's a mess. Mm-mm. We need Eric Mays everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Eric we do not need keep that. It, I was like, keep it where he is at. He's funny. He's a good mm. time. But I do have a question for you all. Um, What's something that you would, like, what's one thing I would say, like, as far as, like, whether it well i would say it frame it this way Mm -hmm. if you are the employer what is something that you feel you would have to give your um employees a livable wage Mm -hmm. beyond livable wage um Um, work from home 
work-life balance. That was the one I was going to touch on. I'm like, do you guys, how do you guys feel about the whole remote versus hybrid versus in-office debate? I'm very pro-remote. I hate Same. people. So I whatever I can do for my job without having to interact with them, I love. Um, I get both sides, though. They want us in office because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to pay for they don't want to pay for Who's the side of you. <laughs> I, said, I, see, I, see, I, I say I see both sides of the coin. Not that I agree. I still am very pro I remote. Still see the other side. But they they got to pay rent, and it makes sense to pay rent if well, they could sell the building. But then that's also like property values, and that's, that's from not, the investors okay. and all that stuff. But that's not our problem. It's, it's not. not. It's I, not. It's I'm not. very pro remote or hybrid. Um, my first job was well, not my first job. My last job was remote, and when I tell you, I was amazing but like i can understand why they want us in the office but like i'm not gonna hold you like right now i'm like oh i'm gonna say it because they're not watching this i'm like two weeks ahead on all the work i've done i'm two weeks ahead and i'm over here like now I gotta make myself look busy. Mm-hmm. I'm over here watching The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead while also like, let me just create this just in case we might need it one day. <laughs> That's sometimes when I take on the extra projects when I'm just like, well, let me shoot. What else we got around looking here? Because I I find myself in the same boat that I'm done on Monday and mm-hmm. also I could do most of my work from bed. So mm. not that I would ever do that. I, I just work from my own. hate my work from bed. And it gives me a visceral reaction every time I step out of my apartment door and that <laughs> wind hits my face. And I say, did I just walk by two computers and a modem right there to drive 20 minutes to, to two sit? computers and mm-hmm. a modem? Yeah. <laughs> it, get, it, 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 the whole way down to three flights, I just be cussing. I just be like, me taking my computer really to the job. Then I got to pay for gas, then the food, work clothes. Oh, wearing clothes. Jeez. Lord Louise. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> this, is first, this is my second time getting dressed this week. Love that for you. Can't relate. I, I know they tired. Wearing some... the same jeans. Changing <laughs> <laughs> them. No, because sometimes, like, it's been time I walked into the office and I just, I'm like, listen, like, I just, I gave up. Like, I, I, I have my, I, I ran out of outfits for the week and I don't get to, I'm not going to start washing my clothes until the weekend because that's mm-hmm. when I have time to do it. So, I even get then, people. Sometimes... Go ahead. No, I was just like, even then. I I'm... get people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Well, I get people who um want to be in the office. Some people want to escape the house life or, oh, I don't want to be at home with the kids or whatever the case may be. Weird. Y'all should just. <laughs> Go in the basement or something, or like yeah. do something. But then I understand what does he? What do the people up top be saying? They say you want to be in the office so that they can see what you're doing. See what you're doing. Work. That's micromanaging. Then, so you can move up in the company, people need to know who you are, and, da, 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 and it's kind of like you see me on Teams. I'm available. Mm. <laughs> How is this lady been working me for ten years and she's still in the same position? What's what's going on? You you know her. Why she came to your daughter's party. You know her. Why ain't she climbing? Why? Hello. <laughs> Hello. You can't tell me you got I gotta be here in order for you to climb. And then people who are here is not climbing. Like That's that true. don't really make a lot of sense to me. I actually want to ask you, because <laughs> I remember when you were hiring people. I heard your stories. I do feel bad for you because I do feel like you got you low-key got like the stereotypical like employees that they talk about. And I was like, oh, he going through it. But how does like 
what do you look for when you do hire someone? I guess it depends on what position, but yeah. So what? I guess it just depends on what position. Mm-hmm. What are some um, key traits in a employee that you like? I find different things in different people. Honestly, oh, asking the wrong person. I will say though, I think one thing I will say <laughs> is that I did notice when you were like hiring people, like when people were working for you, like I would walk in, <laughs> you would be the one saying hi to me, and I used to be like, "Y'all yeah, not gonna greet me." I feel me? like that. I don't know if that's generational or what, but. Again, I'm older than all of you guys at 22, so I really can't compare what I look for in people because it's not going to be what you guys are willing to give. Mm -hmm. Because as you guys just said, you're not you're not looking to do. No one is anymore what I'm looking for or what I was looking for, which is why I'm no longer looking for because no one's wanting no people one's don't wanting to work these days. It's true. I don't. People I don't, don't want to work. People, people want to get paid and they want these livable wages. But they don't want to do. <laughs> they don't want to want to eat because it's like, what is livable wages? If you're not driving to work anymore, if you're not paying for car insurance or for car note, livable wages is your rent. Mm-hmm. Like your rent isn't as much as people want to get paid nowadays, though. I think it should go past just My, three hots and a cot. You know, no, I'm not saying that you guys are wrong, but what I'm saying is people don't want to work. And back in the day, when people were quote unquote again making more and having better living wages mm-hmm. things are definitely less but you're still doing the same work mm-hmm. so I feel like it's not fair for us to expect so much out of these corporations or even small businesses especially for nonprofits and things like that yes they're getting all this money but I feel like at the end of the day it's not as I don't think that people are looking at it from both sides or looking at it in terms of like the actual finances what people are able to do with that because oh. when you have these budgets you have to actually pay people certain amounts of dollars mm-hmm. in order to get that budget, to get that approval. Mm-hmm. So if you're only given certain amount of dollars to pay employees, there's only so much that you can do. And yeah, they could say, well, take it off of my top and give it to them. But most people aren't going to do that. Would you do that in position? You yes. Definitely I have. Do. Yes. Like, I would, definitely. I, being in like a union, I have before well, I have... That's different written. though. Well, it's not because it's like, it's solidarity. So like the way like... We solidarity all, union? So like if you get if you're in a union and they say okay we're gonna give you a ten dollar raise okay 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 but this person who probably has been here longer than you and has been doing it like mm, and they not making nearly as much as you they're like oh we're only gonna give you a two dollar raise and I've seen people I've seen and I myself would be like you know actually let's even this out and so like so make sure so like that we, one person what about just, everybody else everybody because like, your eight dollars isn't gonna go very far. That's not gonna pay nobody's bills. Well, maybe that that eight dollar hey, raise hey, will pay hey, hey. <laughs> No, I'm saying take that eight dollars and do two, 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 two. That's mm-hmm. not gonna pay anybody's rent or bills. So I hear you and I love that for you, but that's not really helping anybody out. Is what I'm saying. It does. I don't. There's no way. Cause like, so you have to. The way More I see it, it's like a, it's like a um. <laughs> what <do> we, <laughs> we call it uh. <laughs> it's sort of like a way sort of like step ladder. So it's like. You get a job, right? And mm-hmm. you say, okay, so starting here, you're going to make 45000 a year. And then every year you get your, um, what is it called? Oh, so this is like salary the, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so you get your cost of living. Okay, increase, never mind. Then like I, I take what I said back. I'm thinking that you're meaning like per hour and just oh, for that. Because you obviously weren't there for more than four years. So I don't think it's making that, that big of a deal. But even with that, yeah, I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It like, it's like a whole thing because... I would say I know I've seen it both sides on the um what's it called on the 
nonprofit sector for sure. Because mm-hmm. I, I will say this, the nonprofits who have like the less funding are the ones who normally do the most work. And they're the ones who are actually the driving force. That's my friend and, Ashley. I don't know yeah, if you met her, but. I haven't. She seems like she'll be cool though. <laughs> Why? Because she works in nonprofit. Oh, well, that's not the case for everybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she she does that actually. She works for, uh, it's like Feed Columbus or I can't, something. See, like those, like, so when you have nonprofits that are more like, like small, definitely for the city and things like that, boom, you're golden. But when you start getting them nonprofits that be like, like a national, there is a national nonprofit out there that is known to be horrible to their workers and pay them terribly. Why, like the top execs, like the top people in it, get the money and get the kickback and stuff, even though they know they have the funding. And that's why I was saying, like, I can see both sides mm-hmm. of like for nonprofit corporate. I can't see both sides, but I will say it just you can't talk I've, about record profits if you're I've win never all. seen it in corporate only because. I again think the CEOs take all the money. Yeah, they don't. There's no. <laughs> I'm, no one's I'm sorry. I like that you say. I think though. I, I think I, I don't that. know that. Yeah, but like, don't that. tell me you have record profits. Don't let me look up your salary and you making a billion. Then your bonus check is seven fifty. I also don't think we need a. We have we have a place where we need. I'm sorry. I think there should be limits on income. Like you don't need to make. And that's just from the job. You know he got other. Sources. Hello, real estate. He probably got a chip in on the building that he's actually trying to bring y'all back into. Um, but yeah, I don't think we need billionaires. There's no reason for that. We I'm, can have millionaires. You, a millionaire makes sense. Yeah. I think that's such a weird opinion. You don't become a you don't become a billionaire without some stepping on somebody on the way up. There's yeah. no. What's way. wrong with that though? That's life. Because if you, okay, so say you're a billionaire, right? <laughs> hear me out. Hear that's me a out. Little child hear slavery. Me out. I mean, say say you're a billionaire. Say you're a billionaire and you make all this money, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have wait, a wait before you guys even move past that. First off, we only got five minutes left. But when you're saying billionaire, do you mean net worth or do you mean like actually in the bank? Because that's a big difference. Both. Both. OK, Both. continue. And the reason why I say that is because there are billionaires. Like, for instance, you have like the billionaires. Perfect example. Apple. Mm-hmm. They make all this money. The CEO has all this money. He's make, he's making money. The founder is making money. You know how much he's paying, though, too? Yeah, I do know how much he's paying. It's crazy. It's crazy, but he Taxes, can aff- everything. But he can afford it, and half the time they have tax write-offs. But he but couldn't then, afford it if he wasn't making that much, But though. he could, and you want to know why? Because he is... Go- then they have the children over in the Congo and everything, literally yeah. slaving away to get the things, like the, the materials that they need Mine's to get the stuff. Mine's just collapsing on them. Or I'll give you a better Allegedly. example. Allegedly. It, no, baby, it's documented. It is doc. I'll give you the best example. I won't ever say billionaire. I'll give you a perfect example. Sheen. Yep. Sheen. Them kids. Or even better, uh, Drea. Drea was, I think, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it was Drea who was called out. Was it Drea? No, I'm Who's I'm Drea? You don't know Drea. Who is this? She left her kid at home with some pizza pockets. Yeah, oh. y'all know that the original IG baddie, but, mm. or even like. I'm too old. Wow. Or even iPhone. Remember the whole scandal before when they had literally have the. Yeah, they were really working them so hard that they were jumping out the building. Can we beep that word out? Unalive nets. Um, Ooh, I, um, or you could say like even Rihanna. Rihanna yes. has gotten in trouble for it because like uh-huh. they found out like for like what is it the Savage Fifty stuff? The working conditions were horrible and the people were being paid like two dollars a day. That's a hustle. That that that's not a hustle. That well, that's a she hustling for sure. That's what I'm saying. She's sure. killing, it. and that's why I was saying like that's why we were saying like there's no way you can be a billionaire and not step on somebody on your way. Yeah, and I'm saying what's wrong with that? 
it's just not right to step on people. Because people, would you want to be paid two dollars a day? If that's what I had to do to make a living in my country, and that was gonna but make it, me a livable wage, but that's not giving them a livable wage. They are struggling. Yes, but if the, if they're, I feel like I'm big on like if you if that's the only job you can take, and that's the job that you take, and you're okay with that. I don't know. I just I don't. I don't believe in slavery, of course not. And I don't believe in kids working, but that's also our policy here in the States. So yes. other countries, if they, that's, if the that's what they want to do. I mean, obviously not. Otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Well, see, that's where you go into labor laws and the, the, they're breaking labor laws or they do what they do is they will like, remember when all the jobs are being exported out of the country because mm-hmm. they knew we can get away with paying these people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Three pennies. That's what I just said. But yeah, what you said, but it's still breaking labor laws. It's honestly just our labor laws. Slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Ours, but I will also say theirs as well. Because then even they had to start cutting down. I was like, wait, what, what's going on here? Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not saying that it's good at all. But what I'm saying is I feel like that's what we've been doing all this time and stepping people's backs to get to the... That's why it's called a ladder. That's why it's called moving up, stepping up. Because you got to step on somebody to move there. Um, so I feel like it's okay. it's up to them to adopt better policies. Correct. But I don't think that all billionaires and millionaires are bad. I don't think that I anyone do. rich at the top of a business I do. is bad or should help out every single person below them. Because, like, that's the whole point of getting there. Eat the rich. That way you don't have to do anything. I love but how do they get there? That's not for us to... Yes, it is. That's how it's you for us to money. research. Yeah. Y'all should research how to make more money. How about that? Y'all I have. About the money. I no, have. I mean, let's be honest. I have. And the way to do it is, oh, you have to step on this or you have to do this. You have to do that. Then you have people out here. What's that girl name who wrote a book about how I became a millionaire? And it was literally just, like, cut out from magazines. Or what is that lady's name? Um, um, the, the, the eyebrow. And she'd be singing and she's very annoyed. I'm thinking you're talking about the coach Stormy lady. That's right. That's well, her right. too, but there's another one. She's saying, so nobody out. wants to work. But no. She don't even want In to conclusion, work. um, Robbie said the government hates us. Um, I agreed. <laughs> Zai Zion um Ike said that we need to do better with we our do. with our jobs and paying people. We do. And we need to work on Political committees, people in office. Screaming. <laughs> I don't want to name drop people. All various genders, pronouns, and associations. I will name drop a lot of these folks in office right now at that state house. And I think that we should just, we should do what makes us happy. Um, I think that Absolutely. if you're not happy, change, do different, do better, do mm-hmm. your better, let people live their lives as long as they're not harming people. Um, but yeah. yeah, and eat the rich, eat billionaires. If that's love, what you want to do, I love Beyonce up. down, but I'm gonna be real she with you. She gotta go first. <laughs> she, I love whoa, you. Whoa. I love I you. Whoa. I love you, girl. I disagree with that. I don't agree with that. Yeah, get it down. Well, I, I love the right. rich. Be- Bezo first. I'll be with you guys mm-hmm. very soon. So save a seat. I know that's right. I know that's right. Now when they come at you crazy, just know we warned you. <laughs> <laughs> we told you. We told you. <laughs> But yeah, uh-uh. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our third episode of the Spitfire Podcast. Until next week, it is your fire squad, and we will see you guys soon. Be safe, be blessed, be peaceful, and be loved. Be yellow. Y'all like that? No. no. <laughs> <laughs>